on May 23rd. I want to go back to normal. What's normal? The Paramount Plus original series, Evil Returns. We've already hunted werewolves and demons. And now what? A baby antichrist? Okie dokie. Prepare yourself. You will not beat us. For the end. Visions of hell. Make it stop. Make it shut up. You're not gonna survive this. Evil. The final season. Streaming May 23rd. Only on Paramount+. Plus. It is Thursday, June 24th, 2021. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. If it's Thursday, that can mean only one thing. 24-7 Sports Director of Recruiting Steve Wolfong is here on a beautiful sunny day. Steve, how goes it? Good morning, Daniel. Going terrific here in the Indianapolis suburbs. We have one, two, three, four more days until the dead period. But who's counting, sending the sunshine down I-70 through Dayton, all the way to y'all in Columbus? Steve Wolfong and Bill Kerlick are in need of a break. The pandemic pushed every visit known to man into June, and we have followed it intently. But you've been following it intently longer than that. And on April 13th, you put in a prediction for... Tennessee running back Dallin Hayden to commit to Ohio State via your crystal ball. At the time, it alarmed many on the Bucknuts front row message board because some were in love with Nicholas Singleton. Others thought Omari and Hampton. You said no, it was going to be Dallin Hayden. Lo and behold, this week, Dallin Hayden became a Buckeye. Take a victory lap. Well, Dallin Hayden is a guy that Ohio State recruited as hard as anybody on their board offensively. Tony Alford built a great report with the young man. Built a great trust with his family. His dad, Aaron Hayden, played at Tennessee and played in the NFL. He's got an older brother that's playing college football now at the University of Illinois. So that family is no rookie when it comes to the process and what they're looking for. And Ohio State checked all the boxes from a development standpoint. But more than anything, for Dallin Hayden, it was the way that Ohio State treats their players, the way that the, the fifth stringer gets the same attention in the strength program as the starter gets the same attention from the position coach. I think that they just love the way that Ryan Day and the staff on and off the field take care of their players. And that was the difference in this recruitment and the touch that Tony Alford put on it with how personable he is with top targets. You know, I I think all that, you know, uh, went into Down Hayden choosing Ohio State uh, over Notre Dame. And, and, and Dallin Hayden is a, is a guy that had a productive junior year. Uh, he's a guy that I think is, you know, a, a decisive runner uh, that finds his top end gear quickly, can make people miss, runs hard, and, and he's a nice pickup for an absolutely loaded running back room that Ohio State's going to boast for years to come. Travion Henderson and Evan Pryor in the class before, Dallin Hayden in this class, and now we are starting to see who might be part of the 2023 running back hall for Ohio State. Two names have kind of bubbled to the top. Yesterday, Jacksonville native Treyon Webb released a final three of Ohio State, Georgia, and Oklahoma. He was once committed to Georgia. 
But also, we don't want to forget about Justice Haynes. He has two warm schools, Oklahoma and Ohio State. Bring us up to speed on 2023 recruiting for running backs and which of these two is a serious player for Ohio State, if not both? Well, I think Ohio State has a great shot at both of them. You know, both were on campus this spring. Both are guys that Ohio State's pushing extremely hard for. And whether it's Trayon Webb or Justice Haynes, I think that uh, Coach Alford and Coach Day and company would be extremely excited with both. I think both are fits uh, personality-wise and uh, both see uh, an opportunity to be incredibly successful at Ohio State. Uh, Trayon Webb's coming off. Uh, a great visit to Oklahoma for the champ U barbecue. Uh, I think that they've been able to uh, um, really communicate uh, um, the, the infrastructure that they have at Oklahoma through a couple of zooms that were set up through his coaching staff. Tony Alford's known Trayon Webb since the eighth grade when he went down there and recruited Marcus Crowley. Uh, obviously there's a, uh, you know, a great report with the guys at Trinity Christian Academy and that's put Ohio State in the middle of it, and, and, and Georgia's recruiting running backs as well as anybody. Justice Haynes is a Georgia legacy, uh, but I, I think Ohio State's uh, extremely impressed him and his family, and, and you should keep an eye on the Buckeyes for him as well. Yeah, Sean Wade, also a grad of that Jacksonville private school, and we mentioned that Dallin Hayden's dad played at Tennessee and in the NFL Justice Haynes' dad, and we, I'm sure there are some Pittsburgh Steelers fans on here. As mentioned, he played at Georgia. His dad also played Veron Haynes for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So the pedigree is sharp here. Both are sons of SEC running backs that went on to play in the NFL, and we were recruiting them at running back, so that makes a lot of sense. We are going to take a quick break, come back, and make a lot more sense. We are back. Ohio State is setting up to have a tremendous, tremendous haul in the class of 2022 at defensive tackle if things break correctly. Three guys have been in town recently. They like what they have seen. You like what you've seen from them. One is coming this weekend. I'm talking about Caden Curry, Hero Canoe, and Chris McClellan. We talked before the show about McClellan. Let's start with him. I mentioned I was surprised that a kid from Oklahoma would be able to get out of the state. It sounded like the Sooners produce a ton of in-state defensive tackles, but you gave a reason for that. Let's update the recruitment of Chris McClellan for everyone here. Well, talking to McClellan, talking to his dad, I know that there's been points in this recruitment, and maybe it's still true, where Ohio State has led. The pedigree of Larry Johnson – the uh, conversations that he's had with Ohio State staff, the success on the field has put the Buckeyes in tremendous position. Now, he, he's gone on some other visits. He's been to Florida. He's been to USC. He's swung over to nearby Oklahoma. Uh, uh, so he's, he's made some rounds. Uh, but there, there, there's no doubt in my mind that Ohio State has led at, at points of this recruitment. So this is a big uh, official visit and an opportunity uh, uh, to really make a major move with, with Chris McClellan. Hero Canoe is an offensive lineman from, or excuse me, a defensive tackle uh, from Europe uh, who's playing in, in California, who had a, a terrific junior year that was awesome in Ohio State's camp. And Ohio State's at the top or near the top for him as they battle the likes of Alabama. And then you have Caden Curry from Indianapolis. Ohio State's been recruiting him, I feel, as, as long as anybody on the board in 2022. Kevin Wilson always has Ohio State in the middle of it for the Hoosier State prospects. Uh, then, of course, Larry Johnson got to eat some pizza with Larry Johnson this week and, and talk some ball uh, on his visit. But with, with Caden Curry and his visit, he really gravitated towards Mickey Marotti, 
Loved Ohio State's strength program. Called it the best in the country. Uh, Ohio State's definitely going to get him back for an official visit. They're near the top for Caden Curry. Uh, that's a big boy recruiting battle with Alabama and Clemson. Uh, also, two he's fired up about. Indiana's in there. Tom Allen uh, and, and company are, have made things very intriguing for uh, their top targets, and Caden Curry's one of them. But I, I like where Ohio State sits with all of those guys, and, and it'll be interesting to see who they land because I think that all of those guys are championship-level players. Chris McClellan, by the way, what I was hinting at is that why Oklahoma is not as much in the mix as one might expect. They did not offer him as quickly as they should have. And when you're a big-time player and you get out-of-state love before in-state love from a power, you can see how that could maybe tip the scales out of state. Let's talk about the weekend coming up. You alluded to it. There are official visits at Ohio State. There are official visits at Alabama that are going to play a huge role in Ohio State and Alabama, arguably determining who has the number one recruiting class, but also probably who has the best chance at winning the championship eventually. Let's talk about that. I know JT Tuamalo will be at Alabama. I know Jaheim Singletary will be at Ohio State. Break down the most important visits at each spot that affect our Buckeyes. Well, Ohio State's clearly going to know where they stand with Jaheim Singletary after this visit. I think that they've had great communication with his mom and, and, and the kid. And obviously, at one point, he loved Ohio State enough to commit. But Georgia and Miami have made this recruitment interesting. And, and so we'll see if distance from home and things like that are a factor and how smooth this trip goes for Jaheim Singletary. Um you look at some of the edge rushers coming in this week for the Buckeyes, uh, Eni White, he's the number one edge in the top two, four, seven, and then Kenyatta Jackson's another all American. Um, I think Alabama and Georgia have set the tone in the recruitment for Eni White, Kenyatta Jackson, he, uh, Oklahoma has set the bar for him. So, uh, but there was a time where Ohio state and Clemson looked like the top two for Kenyatta. So it'll be interesting to see where things stand coming out of this one. Uh, and, and where Ohio State's board stands. Uh, Camp Dewberry's an offensive lineman from the Lone Star State. I think Ohio State's in an interesting position for him. He's been rooting for Ohio State for a long time. Uh, um, and, and so I think that the Buckeyes uh, are in it for Cam Dewberry. And then five-star Gabriel Brownlow Dindy is the highest-ranked prospect taking an official this weekend uh, um, from Lakeland, Florida. Um, he, he is off fresh off of a visit to Texas A&M. That was strong. Oklahoma is in a really good position for him as is Clemson. This is a chance for Ohio state to just really have an eye opening experience and put themselves in this moving forward. Let's go over some of the guys that are going to be at Alabama. For example, Terrence Brooks, who just left here, Tyler Booker, who just left here and a guy people have heard of named JT Tuamala. What a busy week for Terrence Brooks, who's coming off an official visit to Texas, then goes to Ohio State, and then goes down to Alabama. If y'all don't know one thing about official visits, they eat. Every meal is a occasion. Breakfast is not a bar and a bowl of cereal. You are eating omelets, waffles, pancakes, lunch is massive, dinner is a four-course meal. I can't imagine where he's putting all this food or, or what he's even thinking about meals uh, uh, by the time he gets to Alabama. But it's a big week at Bama. You know, I mean, they, they got Tyler Booker on campus, who was recently at Ohio State. They got Anthony Lucas, a defensive lineman from Arizona, who I think is outsta- an outstanding prospect. Jake Popes visited Ohio State. Now he's at Bama. Terrence Brooks, Omari Abor is a guy that Ohio State's in the middle of it for, Denver Harris. So, 
yeah, I mean, they're not, they're not asleep at the wheel in Tuscaloosa. You know, they're recruiting the best players in the country also, and they're going to land their fair share. No vibe on JT or just sick of talking about him? I just don't know, man. I mean, we'll see where the dust settles at the end. I think Ohio State's in a really good position, but I can't sit here and tell y'all he's coming. Hopefully there will be an episode of the BM5 where Steve Wolfong does say JT is coming. When he does say that, see Dallin Hayden, the guy is coming. We appreciate Steve stopping by. Have a great one, Bucknutters. Take care, y'all. See you on the front row.